You're listening to The Living Word with Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Pete. Jesus said, you can't be my disciple unless you're willing to deny yourself, take up your cross daily, and follow me. You see, I'm saved. I'm a Christian. I have the Holy Spirit living within me. And if you're a Christian, and I'm assuming the majority of us are, it'd be great if all of us are. You still have sin dwelling in the members of your body. I still have desires that are outside of the will of God. Are you with me? Every day, if I'm going to stay in the will of God, I've got to deny myself those desires that would be outside of the will of God. When you accepted Christ as your Savior, He wiped away your past sins. But that doesn't mean that you'll stop sinning. Today, Pastor Danny shares the daily work that you must do in order to stay in the will of God. It's precisely what Jesus taught. You can't be His disciple if you're unwilling to deny yourself daily. To stay in the will of God, you must daily deny yourself the desires that would be outside the will of God. Additionally, Pastor Danny shares about suffering found within the will of God. Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of 1 Peter chapter 4 with today's edition of The Living Word. 1 Peter chapter 4 and verse 12. Dear friends, do not be surprised at the painful trial you are suffering as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice that you participate in the sufferings of Christ, so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. If you are insulted because of the name of Christ, you are blessed, for the spirit of glory and of God rests on you. If you suffer, it should not be as a murderer or thief or any other kind of criminal or even as a meddler. However, if you suffer as a Christian... Do not be ashamed, but praise God that you bear that name. For it is time for judgment to begin with the family of God. And if it begins with us, what will be the outcome of those who do not obey the gospel of God? And if it is hard for the righteous to be saved, what will become of the ungodly and the sinner? So then, those who suffer according to God's will should commit themselves to their faithful creator and continue to do good. Now, let me say something right at the outset. I've never suffered like the person God used to pen these words we're reading. Peter. Peter, of course, was a coward when things heated up and Jesus was arrested there in the Garden of Gethsemane. Peter would even deny that evening that he even knew the Lord. But Peter, once confronted with his failure, repented and uh, became what his name that Jesus gave him suggests, he became a rock. He became rocky for heaven. Jesus would predict that when Peter got older as a follower of Jesus Christ, that he would be led where he did not want to go. They would dress him in a way that he would not want to be dressed. In other words, he would die a martyr's death. That's exactly what happened to Peter. Uh, So Peter, the other apostles, I've never suffered like them. I don't really look to suffer like them. Who would? But suffering that's the subject. And suffering in a Christian life, while it is relative, while it is relative, every true believer, no matter what culture you live in, will suffer. 
Let me give you something even beyond the text, but it, it fits biblically with suffering in the will of God. And that's what we're talking about, suffering in the will of God. Just being a Christian, worth my salt, um, every day is a day of suffering. What do I mean? Paul the Apostle said, I die every day. Jesus said, you can't be my disciple unless you're willing to deny yourself, take up your cross daily and follow me. You see, I'm saved. I'm a Christian. I have the Holy Spirit living within me. And if you're a Christian, and I'm assuming the majority of us are, be great if all of us are. You still have sin dwelling in the members of your body. I still have desires that are outside of the will of God. Are you with me? Every day, if I'm going to stay in the will of God, I've got to deny myself those desires that would be outside of the will of God. I'm going to stay faithful, if I'm in the will of God, to my marriage. Hey, suffering in the will of God, you may be a Christian in marriage, and your spouse is not, is not fulfilling their part. They're not in the will of God in that sense, and your marriage is not what it should be. But unless you have a clear biblical ground for divorce, guess what? God's will for you to stay in that marriage and suffer and fulfill your vows. Some of you wish you'd skip church today, I know. <laughs> hey, simply not being comfortable in a crowd of unbelievers when, I, when they realize I'm a Christian and then they find out I'm a pastor. I mean, things just change in a meeting. A group of people, when they find out I'm a Christian and then I'm a pastor. That's worse than being just a Christian. <laughs> so suffering, it's relative, but every Christian suffers for the will of God and in the will of God. Now, here's the text. Let, let's go back over real quick, real quick. Just let me throw this at you. Um, don't be surprised at your painful trial. Don't be surprised because it's promised those who would live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. It's relative, but we're going to suffer. Here's a wonderful, warm, fuzzy verse you want to memorize, Philippians 1.29. For it's been granted to you on behalf of Christ, not only to believe on him, but also to suffer for him. Doesn't that make you feel just warm, fuzzy inside? I mean, it's been granted. God said, I'm going to, I'm going to give this to you. This is good. Thank you, Lord. Rejoice in the privilege of suffering for Christ. The apostles, after Jesus risen uh, back up to the Father... Uh, they were left now to carry on the ministry. They faced the same opposition that put Jesus on the cross. Remember the Sanhedrin, the Supreme Court of the day said, you can no longer speak, proclaim the name of Jesus and speak the resurrection of the dead in Jesus. And they said, well, you judge for yourselves whether it's right for us to obey you or God. I mean, these guys were bold. And they paid for it. Uh, they were beaten. And after they were beaten, it says they left the Sanhedrin rejoicing that they had been counted worthy to suffer disgrace for the name, Jesus. They counted it joy. They rejoiced that they got beaten. I've only been punched four times, and I still, you know the story. I, I, I won't tell it again, but it was interesting. I, I don't know why the guy punched me at the service station, but, but I was teaching that next weekend on Luke, in Luke on turn the other cheek. You'll be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. Overjoyed. Listen to what Paul wrote. Romans 8, 18. I think of this verse. I say this verse to myself regularly. I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in, in us. Now, think about the guy who wrote that. I mean, here's a guy. I, I got punched four times at a service station. I was spit on once by a witch. 
after a church service, Calvary Chapel church service on Sunday night. I felt uncomfortable in a crowd. I've probably been talked at behind my back. There's my list of sufferings for Jesus. Here's a guy. I mean, this guy's getting beat up everywhere he goes. I mean, you talk about a guy who suffered. He died a martyr's death. And yet he says, I consider our present suffering aren't even worth comparing. I don't want to meet Paul for at least 10,000 years in heaven because I feel about that big. Hey, Paul. Paul, Paul said, huh, well, so what did you suffer for Jesus? Well, I got spit on by a witch. <laughs> oh, you poor soul. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad that's over with now. Commit yourself to your faithful creator. That's exactly what Jesus did, First Peter, when he suffered. He made no threats. He committed himself to him who judges justly. Remember, he prayed in the garden, Father, if there's any other way, let this cup pass from me. Yet not my will, yours be done. And as he hung on the cross, he said, Father, I'm yours. Committed himself to the Father. Now, here's, here's the toughest one for me, for me. Here's what the text said, continue to do good in the midst of the suffering. And listen, we're going to suffer sometimes. You're not going to understand why God's allowing us to suffer. Paul said he came to times in his Christian life, he was perplexed. He says sometimes he was struck down. And the challenge in those times is to continue to do good. Joseph is a great example to me. Remember Joseph, 17 years old, 17-year-old young man, hated by his brothers, sold into Egypt, becomes a slave, owned by a guy named Potiphar. And one of the first things he has to suffer and deny himself in is Potiphar's wife tries to seduce this 17-year-old young uh, teenager, Joseph. He's far away from home. He's been wrong. God gave him two dreams that mean the same thing. He's going to be exalted beyond his wildest dreams. But what God didn't tell him is between the dream and the fulfillment of the dream, there's a lot of pain. There's a lot of self-denial. And there'd be people, there are guys all over the world that would look at Joseph's situation, this woman throwing herself at him day after day, and they'd be thinking, I want to be in Joe's sandals. I've been looking for this all my life. And he denied himself. He denied himself. And he resisted to the point that one day she grabs him. He leaves as he flees his garment in her hand. And his, her husband came home and she said, that Hebrew slave tried to rape me. And, of course, her husband believes her. She's lying. Joseph gets thrown into prison. And he continues to do good. He becomes the best prisoner that prison ever saw. In years of suffering, years of suffering. But he continued to do good. He committed himself to his faithful creator. Life will be difficult. It's inevitable and part of being a resident of this fallen world. The question then becomes, how do you handle unexpected trials? Through this study in the book of 1 Peter, Pastor Danny has been encouraging you to take your troubles to your Savior. He cares for you and is the strength and comfort that you crave. Are you facing an unexpected or frustrating situation today? Can we pray for you? There's strength in lifting one another up in prayer, and we're honored to do that for you. Send us an email at info at ccfstpete.church. Would you pray for us here at The Living Word too? 
As our ministry grows, we always want to make sure that we're seeking Jesus first and our ideas second. His guidance is what we need. Would you pray that we'd recognize His voice always? Thanks for praying. Do you live in or near St. Petersburg? If so, we have a special invitation for you. Pastor Danny and all of us at Calvary Chapel Fellowship would love to have you join us for our weekend services. We gather on Saturday at 6 p.m. and Sunday at 9 and 11 a.m. And your presence would be such a blessing to us. Find out more and get directions at ccfstpete.church. Thanks for tuning in today. Join us next time to hear another message from Scripture right here on The Living Word.